everybody and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the show where we crack furfies over some cold ones. I'm your host Drew Agnew and joining me along the bar is my good mate, Ash Wallace. Ash, how you going? I am fantastic, Drew. Thank you very much. It's always really hard to work out when you're actually saying that because it's cutting in and out so much because of the music, so I'm kind of guessing. I'm pretty sure you did just ask me how I am though. I did. I did. <laughs> uh, so, ha- how's your week been, Ash? It's been uh, a week since our last pilot. Now we're on the second uh, pilot for the show. It's been uh, an interesting week for me. Um, I didn't really do too much on the weekend. Oh, well, no, we went out on the weekends with some friends. But no, uh, last night, it was my birthday yesterday. Oh, my God. And... I haven't said happy birthday yet either. Happy <laughs> birthday. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> That's all right. Most people don't know. I don't make a point of telling anyone. I don't really care about my birthday. But anyway, we went to a trivia night last night because we just do it every Wednesday. Well, most Wednesdays. And unbeknownst to me, uh, my team made our name Happy Birthday Ash. <laughs> so every time they read all the scores out, I, I really don't like center of attention stuff so i yeah. was not enjoying that and then they got the bar to bring me over like a cocktail they made me an espresso martini it was on a plate said happy birthday on it it was really cool but i was just like i hate this so much it was really nice of them though i had a wicked night and when we won they, they do this thing where he comes around with all this weird stuff it's like a pile of prizes and you can just pick one out and we won for the night so we got first pick and one of the things he had was uh, a One Direction Zayn Malik. Oh, hell Zane. yes. Needless to say, I picked that. Mm. And um, yeah, so th- I actually asked you just before we started recording if it's there's something actually written on it. And it's moderate, kind of moderately offensive, but it's, again, I don't think it's like that bad. Okay. I didn't okay. write it. So th- this was the I, offensive bit, the, the Zane yeah, bloody yeah. key ring. <laughs> yeah, of, of all things, the Zane Malik keychain. Um, this is it. You can't see what's written. It's on the back. Right. It's a really weird looking, I don't know. So is this official merch or what are we working with here? Yeah, it's, it's One Direction, I assume. What's cool. One Direction written on it. Series one, collect them all. Wow, There's okay. a message written on the back mm. that the guy who was hosting the trivia, Scooter, we get along with him pretty well, just... Go there every week. Scooter, is he your drug? Is he your drug dealer as well? Or? Uh, yeah, he sells me weed. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, Scooter. There's a note on the back, and he told me after this, and we read the note, and we were like, "What the hell?" He said that he, one of his friends gave this to him that, because she obviously didn't want it, and she thought it would be funny so he could give it away in his um, trivia nights because he just gives away weird stuff. So whoever gave this to his friend, who then gave it to him, wrote this note on it. Who I, it's meant to be from Zane, but it's not actually from Zane. And the note reads, Alicia, my love, sorry I had to leave. <laughs> it is actually kind of offensive. <laughs> Isis was calling me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> love, Zane. I didn't write this. <laughs> I don't know the people who did, but I got this from Trivia and I just flipped it over and was like, what? <laughs> Look, everyone knows it's a joke. He never went and jo- joined, you know, any terrorist organization. No, no, he didn't. And it's it's not a good taste joke. I'm not <laughs> no. I'm not going to sit here and say it was, but I laughed just out of 
basically shock. I've got this One Direction keychain winning a trivia night, and that was written on the back. I was like, what the hell? And then we showed Scooter, and he was exactly the same. He's like, oh, my God, I would never have put this in my prizes if I knew that was written on it. Oh, right. So, yeah, he didn't know it was there before. No, he didn't know it was there either. He didn't even look at it. He just went, oh, One Direction keychain. That's funny. Threw it in the prizes. Yeah, because someone could have won it who was, you know, much more easily yeah, offended. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Our group, not very easily offended at all, so we no. didn't care. It actually made it funnier, I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a nice just... little bonus because otherwise it would have been like, oh, you know, a bit of a letdown. You know, you're not one of, you're not a big One Direction <laughs> fan necessarily. So the fact that you got um, a bit of Zane merchandise wouldn't have done too much for you. But with that little bit yeah. of a message on there, it gave you a bit of a giggle, a bit of a... <laughs> An excuse to bring up ISIS on the podcast, on the pilot, you know? <laughs> yeah. not, not enough not enough podcasts are talking about ISIS. Uh, well, probably one too many. <laughs> now, now, yeah, definitely. No, ISIS is no laughing matter. I'm not no, no. trying to say that it is. It was just the fact that I saw that it was written on there and it made me laugh just out of basically shock. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Oh my well, God. that's the thing with, like, really terrible things. Eventually, they you get so bad and when you have like a general understanding that it's you are like not taking it seriously, there is like a funny element to it. Whereas yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. whereas in real life you were over there and uh, you were confronted <laughs> yeah. by ISIS, there wouldn't be uh, any, wouldn't, any laughs not, to be had. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're doing trivia night in Melbourne, um, yeah, yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess you're going to laugh at that. <laughs> I mean, again, as well, like, it's, I don't, you know, I don't think there's been any major terrorist attacks in, well, that we have been reported, like, in Western civilization in quite some time. So, obviously, it, we wouldn't have laughed at all if there was one yesterday or something. Yeah, no, probably not. I don't think you would have brought it up. No, definitely not. <laughs> No, no, yeah. Anyway, that's probably enough ISIS chat, I think. Yeah. And if, anything else that's been going on apart from, uh, you know, winning some wind One Direction merch? Were you ever into One Direction? Were you ever one of those boys? I, I know uh, for a fact no. you weren't. I'm just asking. No, anyway. no. I, if you know me well enough, you know that I listen to mostly metal music and punk and stuff. I do listen to a very limited pop stuff, but I was never a One Direction fan. But funnily mm. enough... What I am is not a One Direction fan, but just a massive tool. And um, <laughs> I, many years ago, when I was still living in Perth, one time we were, when I was in my band ages ago, uh, we were recording. And while the guitarist, I think, was recording his bits, we went to an IGA that was down the road from where we were recording. It was really far away from where we lived. And I walked in there and there was one of those big cardboard cutaway things of One Direction where, like, the middle one has no head and you can put your head in it. Oh. And I got the, my, the singer of my band who was with me, he took a photo of me in that, and I made that my cover photo on Facebook, and it was like that for, like, three years. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> when you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can still find it. It's still up there, but it won't be for long because I'm actually doing a fundraiser at the moment. It's the only reason I've got Facebook and I will be deactivating it again once it is done and tomorrow is the last day. So, oh, Cool. What's the fundraiser for? It's to raise money and awareness for mental health. Um, it's called the Push-Up Challenge. So basically I'm doing a single push-up for every Australian who 
tragically lost their life to suicide in 2019. Mm. I'm pretty sure it's 3,318 in total Gosh. over 25 days. So I've also decided to make myself suffer even more. I've been doing it in equal amounts of sit-ups. So after tomorrow, we'll have done the 3,318 push-ups and 3,318 sit-ups since the first of this month. Wow, well done. Is that How many is that a day does that work out to? It changes. There's an app that you use to log and it gives you different amounts for each day. Right. You can catch up on days that you didn't hit the target on on like following days, but you can't go over. So like I couldn't have done tomorrow's amounts today. Right. I don't know. I guess it's just the way that they decided to make the challenge. Yeah, I just did it. I thought it'd be good to raise some money for that sort of stuff. So Yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah, because you know, mental health, I think it's definitely something we've all sort of came to realise is super important. It's just as important as your physical health, because it, it directly affects your physical health. I know that when I broke my leg, I was like, you know, at the time I was really into running and all that. And when I just couldn't do that, it, my my mind just went downhill straight away. And even, even like when my le- when my leg sort of healed back, it's it was kind of like, oh, I still feel feel like crap, you know. So it just it directly sort of correlates to together. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I think <clears throat> especially after last year as well with all the lockdowns, I don't know if it was as bad in South Australia, but I know a no. lot of people had a lot of struggles in Melbourne and surrounding areas. Mm, definitely, yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, I had a few struggles. I'm... And that's part of the reason why I decided to do it. thought I'm feeling a lot better now and I should help with those people that still are still down in the deep. Yeah, definitely. Is, is it like, if you don't mind me asking, is it something that you've um, struggled with um, from time to time or how's it yeah, been for you? I definitely, like I've always had, like I guess a bit of mental health issues, but it definitely got much, much worse over COVID. Mm. which was to be expected. I think it did for so many people. Um, yeah, and then it got better once COVID sort of like started to lift, but it actually got worse again after that, which I didn't see that coming. I didn't expect that. When I, I think I didn't, I've told very few people this. I came back to Millicent for two weeks a while ago and I saw you, I think I recorded an episode with you when I was down there. Right, yeah. I actually had those two weeks off and that break from work and mm-hmm. went back to do nothing because I was having a bit of a bad time. Mm. Yeah, I think that actually really helps me. I came back and since then I've been pretty good. I actually, at the start of this week, I was having a bad, uh, Monday and Tuesday this week was like the, first time in quite a while i was having a bad time but i'm feeling better now so that's all good <laughs> yeah yeah because I, I know like everyone's got their different ways of sort of um working through it and stuff and i think at the end of 2019 like with um with sharing and stuff like i was having a real hard time of it and i just like felt real bad and i um i actually sat down funnily enough and i recorded the podcast just by myself and uh, I just like talk through what I was feeling. Like it's that, it's that it's that typical thing of just oh just talk talk your way through it and whatever. And like it's, it sounds so silly, but I I sat down and um, I actually did it because uh, I hadn't posted on our, on my Patreon for a long time. And I, I was like, I'm like all right, I've got to let people know, you know what's uh, what's happened, pretty much. And I sat down and just basically tell them, and it, it turned out to be like the best thing I could do. I felt better 
like the next day even just sort of working myself through it and um you know the odd person that listened to it said you know you've done a pretty good job you know opening up and you know just uh working working your way through it so it is it is just a really quite frustrating thing especially when like you're, you're in the middle of it but it is important to know that you can let people you know aw- be aware that uh you're not the only one going through it. Yeah, yeah, for mm. sure. I definitely think that that's a good point to make as well is just even if you're just talking to yourself or whatever, it's important to vocalise it because if you you can think about it all you want, but your thoughts race, you'll have a million thoughts going through your head at any one time. But if you actually sit there and talk it through, work it out, put everything into like structured sentences, you can work it out with yourself, work it or it might maybe work out causes, roots, things you could improve, do to improve and things like that. That's definitely, I did that when I went back to South Australia. I think that really helped. Yeah, it's definitely important to talk about it. If you keep it bottled up, it just gets worse and worse and can lead to some very, some very dark times. Mm, for sure. See, that's what it's all about, Ash. You come to the pub, talk through it with some mates. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I actually, just need the beer. I'm. I was. Mm. I was going to have one this week. Have a drink to sit <laughs> at the pub with you. But after last night, I was like, yeah, no, I don't really feel like one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work today. I didn't go to bed until like midnight last night. Ooh. Up at five for work. Oh, that's today disgusting. Today was a very slow day for me. Mm. What were you on the, the mar? You on uh, martinis oh, or something? No, what'd, I was what'd drinking. You say? I was drinking beer, but the, they oh. gave me a free espresso martini. And mm. I like, I actually don't like coffee, but I, you don't smack a gift, gift horse in the mouth. I wasn't going to say, oh, <laughs> thanks, but I don't like this. So I drank it anyway. It's still pretty good, but yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, at, uh, at the Beachwood Hotel, they actually had um, some on tap. Espresso uh, martini on tap? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> So it, it's good for us because it's super easy just to pour them instead of having to make them. It's great. But, um, yeah, I don't like coffee, let alone, like, cold alcoholic coffee. But the, <laughs> the people that like it, you know, they have a good time on it. Oh, they love it, yeah. It's, like very, it's so strong. I can't remember what it was exactly, but, oh, my God. Pretty sure it's got a lot of vodka in it. Yeah. And I also don't like vodka, so... Yeah, that yeah. was another funny thing as well. Before we went to the pub, I just had a few. I was playing some games with some mates, and I had a few cans here before we went to the pub. Just, just because I could. It was mm. my birthday. I was like, why not? Yeah. And I grabbed a um. I had some. I don't drink Jack Daniels, but we just had some left over that was mine in the fridge. And I grabbed a can, came upstairs, first can, cracked it, had a big mouthful. Oh, that's not Jack Daniels. That is Smirnoff Double Black. <laughs> <laughs> it was like drinking permanent marker. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah, did I, you I, um go a bit too hard on vodka when you were younger? Was that your problem? Yeah, yeah. I mm. was very, I was very much one of those not under eighteen year olds. <laughs> uh, one of those younger drinkers that um used to just get red label Smirnoff like every time and mix it with it was just with like Coke Zero or orange juice. And oh. I would do that every weekend. And since I've never been able to drink vodka. <laughs> yeah. I I um I did it when 
I was like 18 or something. Like I was out of high school, but we, we would used to go down to um, Mount Gambier, go down to the, like the clubs and that down there. And like for some reason, like, oh, I don't want to waste my money. I don't want to spend money on beer and stuff at, at the actual pub. But I would quite often split a, a bottle of vodka with my mate Jacob and we'll go back to his place with like a bunch of other people. We'll play Smash Brothers and we'll have to... Uh, <laughs> We'll do like a drinking game. Whoever won, whoever lost, does a shot of vodka, and we'll finish that bottle. Of, we'll finish that bottle of vodka before we went out, and we'll just like not drink at all out there. God. <laughs> and you just you just wonder to yourself, like I, I've I think back, I'm like, Drew, just spent just like take thirty bucks out, mate, and get like four beers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not that it's not that hard. Thirty shots of vodka. <laughs> yeah, and we used to get we used to get a. Uh, Sky vodka, so it's in this nice blue bottle. It's like oh, it. yeah, I know Sky. Yeah, yeah I've got, oh, you definitely know Sky. <laughs> um, so we'll do that. And that one actually went down really easy. It was pretty smooth for vodka. But I remember one night, uh, they must have sold out at Dan Murphy's. So we had, were like, all right. So then we had to get the red label Smirnoff. And because <laughs> with the Sky vodka, we could we could shot that, but the. <sighs> The bloody Smirnoff just burnt me from oh, yeah, from my tongue to my ass. Like seriously, it just <laughs> it just went through you through feel me it all the way down. Mm-hmm. It genuinely, when you take the lid off of a bottle of Smirnoff Red Label and you smell it, it smells like a permanent marker. It is yeah. disgusting. But I mean, some people like it. The vodkas are very niche. Well, I wouldn't even say niche. It's very people like it's a very popular. It's not niche drink. at all. <laughs> No, it's probably the most popular <laughs> alcoholic drink. I yeah. don't know why I said niche. Wrong word. But, um, yeah, I don't understand those people. They confuse and anger me. No, not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, I've just, since I did that when I was young. But the thing is, the weird thing is, I didn't even like it when I was doing it when I was young. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> why didn't I just get something else? Mm, well, I guess you couldn't. If you're saying... uh. <laughs> saying that you're underage, I guess you couldn't. <laughs> Just get what you're given. No, I wasn't. I was maybe underage for like a couple of them, but I only started drinking, I guess, at all, maybe at 17. Yeah. I probably drank a couple of times when I was 16. And it was always like with parental permission and stuff like that. I wasn't one of those kids going out and partying when I was supposed to be. I don't know. Study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, ne- I never, I never drank before I was eighteen because like my friends were like that bit younger than me when we were at that age. So, um, you know, they weren't necessarily pre-drinking and stuff either. So I didn't, I didn't do it until I was, guess eighteen, or whatever. And after high school, guess you know, started doing the more of the parties and going out and stuff. And it was fun while it lasted. I didn't really, didn't really do it all that long. I did it for a couple of years and. Sort of uh, a lot of friends in that that went to Adelaide and stuff, so I never went down to the clubs and the pubs and stuff all that much. Maybe like a few house parties and stuff like that. But I really couldn't picture you out at a club, to be honest. I wouldn't. I don't. It's been a lot. It's been a long time. It's been a long. <laughs> I'll, I'll feel so out of place there now. I'll be like trying to bop to the music, and I, <laughs> I can't get in time. With the rhythmic time. <laughs> So I actually did it completely the opposite. When all of my friends started going out when we finished school, I went out maybe literally like twice and I hated it. And I didn't go out 
like more than once a year until I moved to Melbourne. And I moved here when I was like, what am I now? I just turned 27 yesterday. I would have been 24 or 25 when I moved here. I think I would have just turned 25. Mm. And there I made a, like one of my housemates. I moved in with off of, um, oh, what's that much like? Oh, it might just be called flatmates. And one of my housemates there that I didn't know beforehand, she was a lot younger than me. She would have been 20, I think. But we got on really well, and then I started going out with her a lot. And, yeah, it was just really fun. We would we lived right next to one of the tram lines that went all the way into the city, so we just catch the tram in, mm. go and get really drunk, have fun, smash a kebab, and then get the tram home, fall asleep on it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Basically what you would do when you are 20, except I was just older. <laughs> well, I probably would too if I was in, like, the city or whatever, but I've got to... Go to the town over, probably book accommodation. You yeah, know, it's, it's all that. It is it's way different, man. Can't just go to the oh, the George. Yeah, no, I <laughs> every don't. Every weekend, it's I a bit of a yeah. I don't go very, out in a very uptown. certain crowd at those pubs. Yeah, yeah. I live in just like a small country town of like four thousand people, and I don't know. I don't really feel the. I'm very, I'm very much a home bod these days. I'm like so happy to just like be home for the night. Especially because, like, I, I, I haven't been for, like, the last couple of months, but I've worked in hospitality pr- pretty much since I finished school on the weekends. So, like, any opportunity, I don't have to go out on a Friday or Saturday. I'll take it. <laughs> I won't go anywhere. So, I'm quite yeah, happy I just actually, to watch TV I and play games. Worked, I actually worked at one of those pubs back there for a little bit as well. So, I very much know what it's like back there at those pubs on the weekend as well. Mm. So what am I missing out on? Because honestly, I don't know. Focus. There we go. I don't know what happened there. You're always the focus um, of my eye, Ash. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, what are you missing out on? Yeah. Do you mean in the city when you go out? Well, I know what I'm missing out there. A good time. But uh, um, <laughs> say if I go out in the pub um, in my town, what am, oh, I, what am I missing okay. out on? Um, so it's always, or not, Always, but it is largely mostly the same people every weekend, but that's to be expected. Um, a lot of old music sing-alongs like Country Roads and mm-hmm. Africa by Toto and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, not much, if I'm being <laughs> honest with you. It's like, it, I actually thought it was really fun working the bar when they came in rather than being on the other side because I just got to sort of hang out with them and talk a bit of banter with them and I was getting paid for it. Yeah. And I wasn't going to be hung over the next day. So I actually had a lot of fun doing that. I preferred that because I have done it on the other side of the bar as well. I preferred it. <laughs> I preferred working, working it than I actually being part of it personally. It's probably a pretty weird thing. I don't think many people would agree with that sentiment, but yeah, well, I've I've been sort of doing the bartending that long that when I'm on the other side, if I go in just for like a meal or something, it feels so weird. Just <laughs> just being able to walk into your work, be like, can I have a drink and a meal and sit down? <laughs> feels like really weird. Like you you would never go into uh, where you work and just be like, all right, I'm just I'm just here, just because I'm coming can you, in. Can you fix my car, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've just got a bus. <laughs> <laughs> No, I my work doesn't even have like a workshop, so I can't just walk into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you're an auto electrician, I guess, just for everyone listening. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, I am an automotive electrician. I fix buses. 
which is pretty interesting. It's it's really not. That <laughs> yeah, sounds pretty cool. I um mostly do public transport stuff, so public transport Victoria PTV. We we don't work for them, we're contractors, so we're hated by mostly everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're actually all really nice people. They're not like none of the people that work on the buses, even at the companies that operate them, are employed by PTV, so they're all private businesses too. So yeah, much the same. Get along with most of them really well. Some of them are a bit hard to deal with, but no, that's that's my work. It's not really much else to explain. I work with a lot of wires. Do you miss uh, the pub work? The pub work was definitely a lot more enjoyable. It was way more chill. Even on busy nights, I still had fun at the pub because I just I knew everyone that I was serving. It'd be different here. I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much in the city because it's just random, so I wouldn't know anyone. Be nuts, but be hectic. Yeah, especially at the moment. I think hospitality is just cooked at the moment because the restrictions here are still only you can only have two visitors in your house, but hospitality is allowed to have certain amount so everybody's mm. just going out all right and we went out we went out on saturday we booked somewhere and we went there and we were having a good time but we were like it was a very it was a brewery so there wasn't heaps to choose from in the way of different drinks so we wanted to go somewhere else so we could just get like some more standard stuff and after we left we couldn't get in anywhere everywhere was everywhere was full we, were, we walked around for like half an hour and this was in brunswick which is like a very like big night scene so there was quite a few places to try and yeah we couldn't get in anywhere we walked around for half an hour we just went well this is this has been a waste of time and we just went home it was still a good night until that point but yeah it was just it was really frustrating it was like we can't go to anyone's house because we're not allowed so i think they're actually doing that to try to get more people out into in out and about to pay to put more money into the economy and whatever but then they cap it and everything's booked out and we can't get in anywhere anyway. So it's like, well, why can't we just go to this person's house that we're with? It's like, what's the difference if we're in their house or if we're outside? But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a bit frustrating. Yeah. The, the rules, like, it's, it's good to uh, obviously follow them and so cases and that don't just break out. But at some point, it's like, all right, it's a bit, it's not really helping that much, really. No. Especially if it's locked to two people or whatever. It's like, could be a little yeah, bit more. So it, it is. It's, it was. That's the real frustrating part for us was that it's only two people, and it was like we were sitting at a table with seven people. This place that we were at had about I don't know sixty people inside, and we we're like, this is worse than ten people at someone's house. Well, I don't. They, they probably have reasons for it, and I just don't know what they are. So I might be being a bit unfair, but yeah, it, it was a little frustrating for us just in the moment. But yeah, whatever, you know, weekend's I, over, we're over it. <laughs> I always so, I always feel so bad whenever we talk about it because like South Australia, it's just been kind of untouched in some ways. We had like a, a, a couple of scares in Adelaide and whatever, but apart from that, it's just been really, really lucky. So I feel really yeah, fortunate. definitely. I, I'm not like mad about that. I'm happy that you guys have got it better than us. I wouldn't wish this upon anyone. Mm. <laughs> um, nah, it's, it's not all that bad though. Honestly, it probably saved us a lot of money because we would have just <laughs> gone out and kept buying drinks and we just went, went home and went to bed. So <laughs> <laughs> woke up a bit earlier the next day, feeling a bit fresher than we would have with more money. So maybe it, maybe it was a good thing. 
keep that saving so you can buy some really important things like some video games or yeah i'll buy more stuff for this podcast i've I've just yeah we were talking about this before we started recording as well but i've just been buying everything to like something i even might kind of need i'm like yeah i'll just buy it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it started off with the light um what's it called what's the what's the elgato light called again yeah, uh, the key light. The key light, yeah. He bought a key light to shine up his face. Then he's got a, a mic, got a mic arm yeah. coming. And I all. bought a boom and a shock mount for that. Uh, what else did I buy? I bought a few other things too. Oh, I mean, I bought the new desk. This was I probably wouldn't <laughs> have bought this if it weren't for the podcast. I bought the new desk and a new power board and stuff to plug more stuff into for the light and everything as well. Just, just Luckily you wait I, for, just you wait for episode one of Crack and Furfies when we're out of the pilot. <laughs> it's gonna, ooh, oh, baby, got all the equipment right. going. But yeah, I was saying as well that they did this really cool thing with the website that I bought the boom arm and the shock mount for the microphone from, where they didn't have a list. They had the products listed, but they didn't have it written on the page that they were out of stock. And so I didn't find out that they were out of stock until I had already paid for them. And they sent me an email saying, oh, this stuff's out of stock. So you'll have to wait seven to 14 business days for us to restock it and then to send it to you. So I might not see them for like nearly a month. (laughs) As a bit of a dog act, dog act. Yeah, pretty rude. I would have just got them from somewhere else if I had known. Especially in Melbourne, you could just go and find one. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty sure JB Hi-Fi have them, but I just went Mm. for this website because it was going to get sent to my house for free. And because they were slightly cheaper, they were on sale because it's end of financial year. So I thought, no, nah, why not? I can wait a couple of days. But that has turned into like almost a month just off the bat. Yeah. Because it's like around where I am, if I want to get microphones, like the roadcaster, um, not computer stuff, any of this, it's just not around here. I'll get all my stuff online because I've got sort of no choice. So, so they don't have any of that sort of stuff in Mount Gambier really? Yeah. So Mount Gambier, if you want to get like, if you want to get, like a decent TV, not just like a big W or something like that. The only place for like computers and all that stuff is Harvey Norman. Like there's nowhere else. It used to, it used to be radio rentals and Harvey Norman radio rentals. Yeah. You know, they, they didn't give any competition. They were pretty, pretty piss poor. That's why they shut down in the end. But, (laughs) but yeah, there's like no competition. It sucks. Target shut down as well. Yeah. Target, Target's gone. So as far as um, like the shops I care about where I can get like, you know, electronics and video games and, all that nerdy shit <laughs> that I care about. It's only, it's only honestly, EB Games, Big W, and Harvey Norman. Harvey Norman, you know, don't particularly like them very much. I've had uh, experiences in there where I bought um this uh, computer monitor actually, and I bought it for um like PlayStation and Switch and stuff like that to play game consoles on. And uh, I've got these computer speakers which I plug into a headphone jack in the back of my uh, monitor, which I always used to do, um, but. Yeah. This monitor, it had um, it didn't have speakers and it didn't have a headphone jack because the actual, I guess what the Samsung monitor wanted you to do was plug uh, plug your sound into the actual yeah, computer direct, itself directly into the computer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. So I took it back, and he's like, well, we can't do it. We can't do too much for you, man, because we didn't sell it to you. I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean you didn't sell it to me? So what he what he meant is, was I went I went on I went there on the weekend. They must have had like two staff on. They're pretty overstaffed, and um, 
I was looking at the monitors. I'm like, oh, yeah. Because I, I, I actually did some research on it, except for obviously Misfit was missing a freaking headphone jack. <laughs> um, so I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's what I was looking at. And I got it off the shelf and I took it to the cash register. I bought it. But apparently since I didn't actually get it sold from a salesman, like salesman didn't approach me and say, hello, how are you going, et cetera, et cetera. They technically didn't sell it to me. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, exactly. I was baffled. And this was the guy who owns the store. He was the franchisee who actually, you know, owns that particular store. And I was like, right. right. Um, well, I, I did buy it because that isn't what buying is. Buying is actually like handing, paying, paying exchanging for it. money for goods and services. <laughs> yeah. But in the end, he said, he said, you know what? It's in good condition still. I had all the packaging still. I had it packaged back up. Like I didn't just like... You know, didn't fuck anything up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, he said, I'll tell you what, I'll do it this time, whatever. But he did it like in a such a dickish way. I'm like, wow. Like, yeah, I don't think that he cannot take it back. If you have a Harvey Norman receipt and it's packaged and in good condition, he can't just be like, no, a salesman didn't sell it to you. That's, I don't Look, think like, that's how that works. Like, devil's advocate, I can sort of relate to how he feels. He's like, oh, he's such a. You obviously like bought it without fucking knowing or whatever, but I was just kind of like baffled this thing didn't have a headphone jack on it. And it's funny because the Samsung rep was in at the time as well. And he's just like, oh, no, no, that's ancient technology. I'm like, what are you fucking Apple? <laughs> it's like this, this is when they just got rid of the headphone jack on the iPhone. I'm like, a computer monitor is so different to a phone. Like, come on, I can't. I've got like, fair, fair enough, you want to get rid of the headphone jack, but you've got no alternative yeah, for, no, for putting true. audio from my devices from my HDMI. So it's just yeah, like... That's, that's pretty rude. Yeah. Man, at, least, at least Apple, they were like, all right, the iPhone 7 doesn't have a headphone jack, but we got this wireless uh, like uh, headphones. We've got the AirPods. We've got all these different sorts of ways you can... And you can get an adapter. Yeah, it, yeah the phone came it. with an adapter. It's like, you know, they, they give options. They, they give a reason. This one, they're just like, nah. But I did, I did end up with Samsung monitors again, which actually have inbuilt speakers and headphone jack. So, so, so now they have headphone jacks? Ancient technology. He yeah, exactly. So that's probably why I got confused because like they all have headphone jacks except for this one brand or this one make, which was like a, a 32-inch um, monitor. It was really nice. It was beautiful. But I'm like, I can't hear anything on it. <laughs> My monitors, I'm not sure if they have headphone jacks. They've definitely got speakers. Mine have BenQ monitors. I've, been meaning, I've actually been meaning to upgrade them for a while, but, you know, that's just more money that I'll spend one day. Yeah. I need to get, because mine are both, I think they're 100 hertz. I want to get 200 hertz ones. Just for, You'll be able to buy them uh, eventually. Gaming. <laughs> You'll be able to buy them eventually when uh, you get kicked out at 12 from the pubs and that, and you can put those couple of bucks <laughs> towards new monitors instead of uh, a couple that's of frothy right. beers. Dan, Dan, better keep them lockdowns coming. <laughs> Yeah, Dan, keep those lockdowns coming. I need two shiny new monitors. <laughs> oh, Especially after this nice boom arm comes in, you'll be sounding nice and crisp. Yeah, have it nice and close to me. You'll be have Maybe them. I'll have it sit right in front of me so you don't have to look at me. <laughs> yeah, just like, like I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> you just like get a little piece of paper and draw a face on it, stick it to the back of the mic. Yeah. It looks perfect. 
You get a photo of you and put it on there and then do that. No, nah, like I want to. I'm going to get a, a picture of like some attractive celebrity or something. Chuck it there. Even a female, just you know, just <laughs> <laughs> just whoever. So, oh, and people watching this on YouTube, are like, oh, look at that nice young woman. And I just move the mic. It's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, he doesn't shave at all. All righty. Should we? Start cracking some furfies then? Yeah, Ash, let's see if we can crack the furfies this week. So this week I actually um got some stories. <laughs> so who would like to go first to try and crack this furfy? Um well I was the only one that did it last mm-hmm. time. So how about you go first this time? Alright, so we've got a couple here. So I've got two that are similar. So we got uh Neighbour cuts tree exactly in half in dispute over overhanging branches in the UK. Uh, then we have neighbor, sorry, angry neighbour throws apple seeds over fence saying, I don't need to go on a fruit diet. You're the one with diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and also man arrested... <laughs> after dozens of trees cut down in the middle of night in Surrey village. So they're my three stories. So Surrey, Ash. Is that Surrey? <laughs> yes, it is. Sorry. Surrey. <laughs> That's all right. It's a place in England. I only know that because of a vine that I watched once. <laughs> oh, educational vine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Right. So they're actually all kind of similar. Well, the first one and the third one have got the tree part. First one, the second one are the angry neighbours. Mm. So they're all kind of similar in that regard. Ah. I feel like the diabetes one is too weird of something for you to have thought up. It's such an odd thing to have said. But it's also kind of a weird one that to have be serious enough to be a news article. But mm. stuff is very clickbaity these days and things that are literally nothing become news all the time. Um, I love the first one with the tree being cut in half. Is I love that when you see those pictures of like how the neighbors will have like a shared nature strip, and one of the neighbors it's like two like a meter wide, and they'll mow like the half of it that's on their side and leave the other half. Yeah, like it's it's like it's like my front. I love seeing that <laughs> stuff because it's so stupid and so funny. Yeah, so it's so petty sometimes too because like my front yeah. lawn, my neighbour would do along his fence and then like the power pole is like sort of basically over the line but he'll go around the power pole. And I wonder to myself, does he like do that like five second bit of lawn being like, oh, fucking, he should be doing this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I am going to say that I'm going to say that the the di- oh, the diabetes one, I just think I don't I don't know why that would be news, but it's also really weird a weird thing to think up. But I'm gonna go with that one. I go with number two. Ah, you see? Now that's a frothy firth. Yep, so that's the furfy ash, that's the bullshit one I made oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> to go on a fruit diet. Oh, it's so weird. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so the uh, neighbour cuts tree exactly in half in dispute over overhanging branches in the UK. That's actually from news.com.au and it's by Kate Lockley. 
and the article reads, a neighborhood dispute over a boundary tree has gone viral after a disgruntled neighbor in the UK took matters into his own hands and sawed a tree in half. Uh, pictures show the tree, which had been uh, been miraculously uh, sawed down the middle after a neighbor became frustrated with overhanging branches on his property in uh, uh, Sheffield. Um, the mystery told fam. The mystery family told the son that they were gutted when they discovered their neighbours. Graham and and Leanne Lee had called the tree loppers to cut half of the tree branches off the five-metre-tall tree. That would be the strangest, like, business interaction where he's like, I just want this half. Yeah, you you feel... Clean shape, like, flat. I want it flat. You can imagine, like, the guys at Rock Dart would have just been like, Oh fuck! <laughs> I this hope is, the, hope the others aren't home. Because <laughs> yeah. there's no way in hell the neighbors are like, you know what? I agree. Just get rid of half the tree. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the tree, which has oh. been understood to have been on the site for 25 years, has been at the centre of a long-running dispute between the mysteries and the Lees. Uh, mystery said that his neighbours had complained that the birds in the tree were making too much noise and were making a mess of the driveway before taking the drastic action. He said he watched in horror as the tree loppers hacked away at an established tree. Quote, It had been there for 25 years and we'll trim it into a ball shape with agreement with the neighbour and he has been fine about it. End quote. Uh, but recently, there have been birds in the tree, which you would expect at this time of year. It uh, sounds like such a um, a thing to not get angry about, about there being birds in a tree. Isn't that kind of what birds do? <laughs> There's too many birds in the tree. Gotta get rid of it. Well, that's the thing. Like, if they simply had a problem with the birds, not the tree itself. So I don't know if cutting the tree in half was actually going to solve the bird problem. Because birds are still going to be in that tree. They're still going to drop branches. They're not going to drop as many branches because it's not overhanging. But it's you know, the wind's going that way. You're going to get branches on the side very easily. They, they could have just got those um those things they put on the, like the tops of buildings with the spikes on them to stop birds from landing on them. They should just put that on all the branches of the tree. Mm. But I guess I, you got to admit, like I'm looking at this photo here. So it's a very, it's like a, it's a townhouse. It's right. It basically shares a driveway with the uh, the other house. They're very close together. So regardless of uh, what the situation here, you're going to have a lot of problems with noise and sort of being on people's stepping on people's uh, shoes type of thing. But the, the the tree, it's right on the driveway. It's a, it's a real problem for them. But I, I think I think they just had to come to a, a bit more of an understanding. Um, and I, I would hate to yeah, imagine. It sounds, Sorry, it sounds like that they did not speak to each other. They had no interactions about it beforehand. He just did it. <laughs> yeah, because like I'd hate to imagine if these guys have to put up a fence or something. Like they're gonna have such a such a hard time to figure out who's gonna pay for that bad boy. Because otherwise, yeah, the birds should pay for it. Yeah, the birds. So it sounds like yeah, it's just the birds' <laughs> fucking fault. Because like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining like, you know, some sparrows or some like small bird up in there just like dropping like a couple of twigs and stuff. Because like the picture of this uh, tree, it's very much like a hedge. It is. It's like a, it's like a hedge on a stick. It's not like a like a eucalyptus tree or something like that, which is going to yeah. drop heaps of stuff. It's like a, it wouldn't drop that much realistically. But I'm just imagining, yeah, like I said, 
I'm imagining sparrows or something, but <laughs> it turns it could just be like literally Big Bird from Buddy Sesame Streets <laughs> up there, and he's just nested just up like there. A, he's he's fucking jumping up and like down, just dropping all this shit. Albatrosses <laughs> landing on it, doing like big turds the size of cattle, <laughs> <laughs> cow turds and stuff on there. He's just like making a big mess. So maybe maybe it was a. Something it's to be just disputed. a man in a bird suit that climbs the tree every night. <laughs> <laughs> um, <And> he- <laughs> so another bit of the article, Mr. Mistray said that his neighbour first started to complain about the trees uh, in March last year. So it started COVID. So obviously I didn't have, have enough of... Um, Enough to complain about yeah. before COVID. <laughs> quote, I haven't, I haven't spoken to him since they cut it down. End quote. Uh, and going on. Uh, quote, uh, the weekend before last, they said they were going to get a tree surgeon to chop it, chop it down, and they came out on Friday to do it. It, it, it is really sa- <laughs> tree surgeon. It is really sad to look at it because the tree has been there for so long, and it's a really pretty tree. End quote. So, very, very much just a devastating situation for both both neighbors. It's uh, such a Heartbreaking story. Seen that tree cut in half. It was such a well-trimmed tree as well. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of devastation. And also those birds have half a home now. So where are the other half? Where are the other birds going to go? Now they're going to have to go and annoy someone else. They're going to go and die somewhere probably. They've got nowhere to yeah. put a nest. They can't land. They just have to fly until they die yeah. without that tree. I hope they just like make a nest in his gutter or something. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> like on top of his car or something. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be great. Okay, so I guess was your it's furphy time for you to crack my furphy. I will crack your furphy, my friend. <laughs> Not an innuendo. Oh, well, I All thought right. it was. <laughs> yeah, it could be <laughs> if you play your cards right. Okay. Headline number one reads. Our tuna is definitely not shredded up people. Suspicious overly specific subway statement reads. Ah, uh, yes, I heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Popular red wine recalled from shelves after packaging fault sparks glass fragment concerns. And live giant squid captured off of the coast of South Africa for the first time in history. All right. So I, I did hear a bit about the subway stuff, but there's um there was some well, you know you know whether that one's true or false then. Well, there, there was something about the, about the tuna not being tuna, and that it was uh that it was DNA tested and they couldn't find any sort of DNA for tuna, and that they they also couldn't really figure out what was actually in it as well. And, <laughs> So they immediately got on the defensive, saying it's not people. So we don't have to worry about that. Jesus, yeah. So, so what was the actual, what was the subway one? Just read it to me again. The headline. Yeah, the subway one says our tuna is definitely not shredded up. People suspicious, overly specific subway statement reads. So the other ones, I got no idea. Like, oh, it could be it could be pretty uh, pretty feasible for wine fra- or glass fragments to be in wine. And also the giant squid. I, I guess they could have caught a giant squid. I guess they could have off the coast of <laughs> South Africa. Um, I'm going to go with the subway one because like, the tuna one's true, but I don't know if you're you're morphing it into like the um, it's not people. I haven't heard the not people bit, but regardless, I've, I've got no idea. So I'm going to go with that one and I want to hear more about, about it regardless. I haven't got sound effects here, but... I do. Uh, we need a bit one. <laughs> Mm. Well, 
you have guessed incorrectly. Uh, that one was that one's a real one that popped up on my phone. I actually didn't open it, so I haven't read it either. Um, the fake one was the live giant squid one. We never never found a live one before. We right? Never, yeah, I guess yeah, they're so deep, aren't they? Squid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Should have thought about that. So. I, I I was just really um because I was listening to um. So I just saved like screenshots of mine. I have to actually find the article. To read <laughs> I didn't think about this. This oh, yeah, I didn't think that far ahead. Well, I was just I was. It caught me eye because um I, I watch a rev, review tech USA um on YouTube, uh, Rich, and he was he uh, he was talking about it on a video today um about the subway tuna situation and further apparently like ages ago they got caught for using uh some ingredient that was in yoga mats in their bread i'm like are you fucking serious that's disgusting oh it was like it was um, it was some component that um can like increase your chances of getting cancer and stuff too like you wouldn't expect that from a fucking going to get a sandwich would you <laughs> no not at all there was also a big there was a big thing that happened in the UK a few years ago about, um, I think it was in sausage meat, but there was like all these weird kinds of, pardon me, meat that was in the sausages that like isn't meant to be in sausages. I yeah. Think. Well, that's like, that's what that's the main reason sausages exist. They just get rid of the shit meat and they put them in the sausages, which kind of makes sense. But bread, like you can't, like seriously, you're fucking Subway. You make sandwiches. Yeah, so- just Just make some decent bread, you bastards. In 2013, okay, just as a, um, just to let you know that this is pretty gross, the Wikipedia mm. article for when this happened is called 2013 Horse Meat Scandal. Mm. So, yeah, the food industry scandal in parts of Europe in which foods advertised containing, as containing beef were found to contain undeclared or improperly declared horse meat, as much as 100% of the meat content in some cases. Yeah, right. So you're just eating horse. I guess it's not really gross, is it? You eat other animals if you're yeah, no, vegetarian I think or vegan. It's horse is really fine. It's like, I guess it's an animal which you sort of, you know, you regard a bit higher than a cow in some ways or you don't expect to be eating yeah. it. I think uh, I think it's wrong to be labelling something then as something it's not. Like if you want horse yeah. sausages, that's fine, but... Don't label beef as a yeah, as horse. especially if it's one hundred percent horse. Yeah, it reminds me of um. There's a bit if you know Dimitri Martin, the comedian. No, oh, he's just a he's really weird, but he's really funny. There was one of his jokes. He was saying about how um. He's saying it's like I think it's weird that we only eat some animals. He's like I don't think that that's how it started. I think we tried to eat them all. But we realise well, these ones aren't delicious, so let's yeah, give course, them names yeah. and we'll knit them sweaters and hang out with them and let's eat the rest of them. Yeah, it, well, it's not like we just ate, like, lamb, pork, beef, and it's like, oh, shit, we've never actually tried... <laughs> we've never tried, like, I oh, don't know, a dog or, you know, whatever have you. It was like, never even thought about that. Of course we have. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that that <laughs> has definitely happened. Yeah, no, I think he's probably right. We probably did eat everything at the beginning. So and we realised that th- some things were probably harder and gave less meat and weren't as tasty. So we gave them names and knitted them sweaters and hung out with them. <laughs> we hung out with them. <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah, I guess horses, they're like that bit more majestic in some ways. Not all of them, of course, but... Yeah, I think as well... 
I guess, I don't even know if this is true, but I'd always just assumed that horse meat, I guess, was of a lower quality because it's used in dog food a lot. <laughs> so yeah. I just, yeah. I don't think, don't think it is particularly. I think it's um just got less fat in it compared to beef. It's probably better for you. <laughs> yeah. More protein. So have you found your story yet? Uh, I completely forgot to look. <laughs> 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 Sidetracked looking for the... Um, I was just trying to fill time while you found it and I just distracted you. I don't even know. What is love? Baby, don't hurt Korean tuna. Tuna, rice and vegetables. If you can rem- remember the story, you can just summarize it as well. If you can't find it. No, I didn't actually open the article. It came up. Okay, what the hell is in a Subway tuna sandwich? This might be it. The question is becoming more difficult to answer by the day. What exactly is in a Subway sandwich? This sounds more like an opinion type piece than a news article. Hmm. We found that the ingredients were not tuna and not fish, attorney Shalini Dogra told the Washington Post, declining to disclose the specifics. On those grounds, the plaintiffs... uh, A mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna, yet have been blended together by defendants to imitate the appearance of tuna. Sounds yeah, tasty. Yeah, I, I can't find the exact one that I found earlier. That I, I don't know why I didn't save it. That was very, <laughs> not very clever on my behalf. So sorry, but I actually can't find the article. That's no, all good. Just like. Uh... When we get to the pilot three, be like, oh, oh, that's why we do the pilot, Ash. That's why we do the pilot. <laughs> yeah, so we can. Work stuff out. <laughs> I saved them last week, and I didn't this week. <laughs> I can't talk. I rock up to the first one. It's like, oh, I didn't even do good at bring a story. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. All right. Well, yeah, that's. I'm very sorry for that. That wasn't very clever. It's all right. It's all right, Ash. Well, you had a big night last night. You had your birthday. Did have a big night last night. I was feeling it this morning. Oh. You know when you wake up or if you don't even sleep, sometimes you'll be in the – if you go to work especially and you're halfway through working and you sort of just forget what you're doing and you sort of feel like you're just, I don't know, like you're in a different dimension or something. You're just not really there. That was me for most of today. <laughs> People would talk to me and I'd just be like, what? Uh, yeah, cool, no worries. <laughs> you just said dimension and I just thought of Ratchet and Clank. That's what I've been playing. Uh, uh, yeah, Rift, Rift Apart. Apart, yeah. I, I've been playing a bit of it. I haven't played it for a little bit now, the last few days. I just haven't really been playing anything. So, so you did buy it? Days. Yes, it's really good. Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? I love it so yeah. much. How far through were you? I, I've, I've finished it. I've platinumed it. You have? Yeah. Oh, God. One yeah. of my friends has, has a um, Twitch channel where he just platinums um, PlayStation games. Oh, cool. I think he's like, pardon me. You think he might be in the top? 20 in australia or something for wow. most trophies he has a ridiculous amount do you know how many he has by chance i could probably look it up but not off the top of my head i could ask him actually i'll send him a message and see how quick he replies <laughs> how many so this will be a running bit if he replies before we finish then i can tell you <laughs> um yeah maybe that's how we can impress the rep this week just so say, say him. <laughs> I'll get him on next time. He'll 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 be very impressed with that. I'm sure he will be. Um. Yeah. When his, 
I can't even remember what level it is. I, re- I looked it up a while ago and I was like, wow, what was he's got way more than I thought he did. Because I've got like, I can't remember. I haven't looked at my trophies and God knows how long, but I've got like 20-ish or something. Oh, I think he's got like 200 or something, yeah. probably more. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, he's got a crazy amount. He But he does it like he plays games to platinum them. He yeah. doesn't. Like that's why he plays his games when he plays on PlayStation. I, um, he follows a guide while he plays it, like for the first time. Ooh, I was that, always yeah, more fuck of that. a um, more of a yeah, play it recreational, recreationally first, and then if I want to platinum it, then I'll follow a guide. Yeah, well, if he if he if he's going for like the world record or whatever he's going for, he he won't get there with playing the games for fun. Ash, you got to no, follow the guide that's, and that's just. True. <laughs> Because uh, his his um Twitch account is literally just called Platinum Duva because yeah. his last name's Duva. Yeah, yeah. Because I um, it's his it's his lifestyle. <laughs> I I quite enjoyed him doing it for a bit, and I'm like, I'm going to platinum this game, this game, this game, and my OCD just sort of like killed it for me. Just like having to <laughs> like, you know, get every single thing, do every single little task. It just especially when I've got to uh, like move on pretty quickly or whatever to do stuff for like the House of Mario Mario. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it would make it hard, especially if doing if you're doing like a video game podcast and you need to play the games to know about them, to talk about them, and mm. then if you're trying to like 100 percent them while you're doing that, make it really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just replied to me. Maybe. <laughs> we'll get the answer. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> anyway, Ash, we'll, we'll move on to uh, see if we can impress press the rep. Oh, wait, he's he's actually live right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my phone vibrated for. It was Twitch telling me that he's gone live. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, all right, uh, Barman, is the uh, is the Furfy rep in today? We've got a bit of a a pitch we can give him to try and get a sponsorship for our little podcast here. Yes, he is actually. He quite often comes in. All right. Well, Ash. What should we do this week to try and uh, do the rep? So this is our second pilot. We've had this idea for a, a bit of a, a bit of a bit of a giggle at the end of each episode, but to be honest, the preparation is just uh, not there. So we've really we've really got to up our game when it comes to trying to get a sponsorship because we we need this yeah. sponsorship. Ash, we've got we've got families to feed. You know this uh, this podcasting stuff. This doesn't come cheap. Your light costs money. Oh, it costs money. So much money. I could have um, bought a lot of furfies with the money. I yeah, exactly. Think life. about think about all that stuff you could have bought. You could bought um, you could have gone to Woolworths, bought some tissues to clean up your tears. And you can't clean up your tears with a light, can you, Ash? So no, no, I cannot. But I can drink the tears to replace what would have gone into my mouth in furfy if I had bought those. So no, it's not as it's not as good. We need that. We need that sponsorship. We don't know that sponsorship. <laughs> so, uh, excuse me, Mr. Rep. Um, we've got a bit of a pitch to, pitch to you, man. All right, boys, impress me. Why should we sponsor you? Being sponsored by Furphy is a very prestigious title. All right, so, Mr. Furphy Rep, I've got something to propose to you, but it's not not for this week because uh, i, I got to be honest with you, mate. We, we came into this. Um, I, don't know, I thought we were, we thought we were running strong there, but until Ash... Lost his story. He lost his story, and I'm—I don't feel comfortable 
I don't feel comfortable trying to get a sponsorship from you. I know, I know the Furphy sponsorship. No one's ever had a Furphy sponsorship in their life. Uh, it's a very prestigious title to have, as you said. So I don't know about it this week. Ash, um, do you have anything to say? Do you have anything? You reckon you could apologize to the, the Furphy rep? Because I feel. Yeah, I, I'll apologize for my lamentable preparation for mm-hmm. this week. After last week, I. I've somehow gotten worse. I've come in half-cocked, guns blazing, but yeah. firing blanks. And, yeah, no, I must apologise for bring, bringing this shambles into your venue. Sorry, boys. We're all sponsored up this month. I'll be back next month if you want to give it another go. All right, Ash. Well, he's been very, very nice. He'll let us have another go next week for our third pilot which will hopefully be the last pilot. Then we can move into actually doing the the show proper. And, uh, yeah, we'll see see how we go next week. Yeah, definitely. Sounds good to me. Just quickly, mm. um, who is that doing that voice in that recording? <laughs> it's uh, Ryan Betson, one of my friends. He runs a podcast called For the Players, a PlayStation podcast. Very good. He has a very nice voice. That's why I asked him to do it. <laughs> I did. I was thinking when, because I thought it last week as well, but I didn't say anything, but I was thinking it just, I was like, God, that voice is really smooth. <laughs> yeah, it's a good voice, isn't it? <laughs> has he been on the House of Mario before? Uh, no, he hasn't. No. Okay. No, he's. I, just, I he's thought not, I maybe recognized it as well, but I guess not. He's not a Nintendo man. Ah. Not okay. a Nintendo man. He loves his PlayStation, his wrestling, but uh, <laughs> not much else. Not much else. Hates everything else, actually. <laughs> no, I'm joking. He's such Should a nice PlayStation guy. PlayStation or wrestling? I don't <laughs> want to know about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, everyone, thank you very much for listening. This was uh, the second pilot. Feedback is always appreciated, either through uh, Discord or Twitter. Uh, anything else, I won't read it probably. <laughs> Maybe my phone number. But if you have that, I'll be concerned. I'll be asking about that before I sort of ask about the show. But how'd you get this number, mate? <laughs> how'd you get this number? I got it off Ash when I was stalking him at work. I'm like, well, fair enough. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I um, I don't have your number. <laughs> we just talk on Facebook. It's true. True. All right, Ash, anything else you'd like to close out before we wrap up the show? Um, see, I actually think that there was something that I wanted to mention. I had something. Oh, I'm so poorly organized. So this is today has been a very strange day for me because I've been living most of it in a separate dimension. And then I had a nap and then everything that I had thought about prior to the nap was I just forgot about by the time I woke up. So I woke up just as a different person. Yeah. Nap fatigue. It happens to the best of us, man. It's all good. Yeah. I I probably would have been better if I had not have had the nap, actually. I would have been much more tired, but I would have been much more prepared. I woke up and just did other stuff until I went to see, turn on my computer and went, oh, man, I need to go get a new power board. <laughs> At least you live close, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was one other thing. <laughs> but, um, I went to get a new... I was talking... We were talking about this just before we started. I went to get a new power board because I bought one from Officework last week and it was already buggered. Went down to Officeworks. There's a Taco Bell there. <laughs> oh, yes. You did say that. Yeah. Well, sa- that sa- Taco sa- Bell save tonight, it for yeah. next week. Save it for yeah, next week. I think we will. Because we'll um, a deep dive into the Taco Bell menu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. And we'll see you for the third pilot next time.
Catch you later. Bye. Ash has a hat and I like his hat. He's wearing red and he's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, Ash. I like your hat. Oh, thank you. I knitted it myself. Hmm.